Welcome to the Lakes United We Stand podcast and a, a rainy Manchester. There's two hours to kick off before United play Leicester City. And I'm walking past uh, Samuel Platts with lots of songs coming from outside the pub. Songs about Wembley, songs about Scousers, and a group of Leicester City fans just crossing the road in front of me. If they win, they win the league today. Had you ever thought that you'd hear such a statement as that? Leicester City winning the league for one, winning it at Old Trafford. But it could happen if they win today. Um, 3,000 Leicester fans are coming. Excuse me, I'm doing a United podcast. Can I just ask you a couple of questions about Leicester? Um, Can you believe that this has happened? No, can't believe it at all. Describe your season just beyond your wildest imaginations. In in terms of expectations, obviously, in reality, no one would think we'd be here at this point. However, if you look at the team, what's being produced every single week in terms of the passion and the commitment from the players, the staff, even the owners, you know, we've done a job this year, so why not? At the start of the season, realistically, where did you think you'd finish? Um... Probably just out of the relegation zone, um, but based on the last eight to ten games, and we won every single game. If you put that across the year, not the season, we was one of the best teams in Europe because we were winning every single game across the year, not the season. I spoke to Danny Drinkwater last Friday and asked him to single out any unsung heroes, and he said it's not about individuals. He said the team spirit, the collective, is the most important thing. He said obviously Mares Vardy have been really, really good. But it's about team spirit. What's it been like for a fan? Has there been any growing pains? Have you had people latching onto your success? Or has it all been positive? It's all been positive, to be honest with you. A lot of nerves as well. And Danny Drinkwell's absolutely right, 100%. Um, it's not just one unsung hero. It's a team. Everybody's doing the job. Look at the bigger teams, for example, Man City and stuff like that. On the day, some of them players have let themselves down for the money that they get. Leicester City, it's like grassroots football. Every single player has done their job for that number on the shirt and that badge. Danny's a Manchester lad. He's a United yes. fan. He used to have a season ticket. Yep. He said that your best performance this season was at City away. He said not only did we win, we dominated. Yep. Have you been to a lot of the away games? Yes, I have, yeah. I yeah. was there that day. Was you? Yeah. So. And, and, and is he right? He's absolutely right, yeah. So, again, it's not just a case of Danny Drinkwater again. That midfield, it's simple jobs. Danny Simpson, he gets brought out right. Another Manchester lad, exactly, another United exactly. fan. Exactly. Danny Drinkwater, what does he do? Naturally fills back in. And across match of the day or any other Premier League games you see, how many other teams have done that this season? I don't think many. There's quite a strong Manchester United connection at Leicester. Matty James, James he's been injured. He's a very good player, Richard Dillat. Yeah. Um, Tom Lawrence, and yeah. going back a couple of years, Richard Wellens was there as well. Yeah. Casper Schmeichel grew up yep. in, in Manchester yep. as well. What happens next? Are you worried that you're going to lose these players? Or do you think that with all the money coming into the Premier League, with the full houses every week, actually you're not under any pressure to sell? A bit sceptical. I don't think we're under any pressure because I think what the owners have done is used it as a business. I don't think they've done it as Man City years ago. We're going to spend millions. They've not done it like that. What they've done is come in and brought the club up and rose it correctly. Pearson, he didn't have all that money to spend. Claudio, he's not had all that money to spend. So for that reason, no. Okay, yeah, you've got Mares who's massive at the minute, and now all the clubs are looking at him, same as Danny Drinkwater. From what we've been saying about the passion in the team, are they really going to want to go? I'm not so sure. Like a family, isn't it? Yeah, why yeah. did Vardy sign a new deal? He's not on ridiculous wages. 
they're earning the shirt, they're earning the coin, they're earning their quality in, in Leicester City. So, I was at the 5 3 at your place where I read your owners saying within five years we'll, we will be a top four Premiership team. I'll be dead honest, I thought that was absolute bollocks when I read it at the time. I was completely wrong. You're better than the top four, you're probably going to win the league. How do you feel ahead of today's game at Old Trafford? Do you think you can win it here today? It's a massive game, isn't it? Well, it is for, it's for United it, as well. It, it doesn't matter what Leicester have done in the season, regardless of who you play, Man City, Tottenham, Chelsea, you know, yourselves, you come away on an away day, it's never easy. Um, for that reason, I think I think a fair result today could be a draw. For some reason, I just fancy Leicester to nick it late on. I just, I just fancy it. Tell us about your hardcore. You've been selling out for most of your away games. Is it mainly Leicester lads or from the surrounding towns and villages? And, yeah. and, and who do you consider to be your main rivals? Would it be Forest? Yeah. yeah. Forest and Derby, yeah. yeah. Forest, Derby, but since we've been in the Prem, one of the biggest teams, to be honest, has been Villa because it's been really dirty. You know, the passion's there. Again, Tottenham as well. Even like outside of football, what happens after football? I'd say Spurs and definitely Villa. Villa's been one of us, but we ain't got that this season, or next season, should I say so. I bet your heart bleeds for what's going on at Villa Park, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah, just wipe that blood off your shoes. <laughs> all right, well, thanks for your time. No worries, mate. I'd, I'd, I wish you all the best, except not today, <laughs> um, because it's a big game for Manchester United. You know. uh, how do you like to see it? What do you think? I think that Manchester United have been pretty disappointing this season. been a lot of very dull home games. There's been some redeeming factors, the young lads coming through, some individuals games where the team have played well got to an FA Cup final which I still think is a big deal I think this is your team coming in here now oh, it might be ours yeah, it's a Man United team <laughs> um, and I, I, I do think there's a chance that Manchester United can get into the into the top four which is important for the club most Man United fans want to change a manager the football's not been, been good enough um, and I, working as a journalist about 15 months ago uh, a friend of mine said, you should interview Ranieri, he's looking to work in England. And I spoke to a couple of newspapers who I write for, because I'd, I'd interviewed Ranieri before, I went to see him when he was at Valencia. And they said, yeah, no, we're not really interested, it's Ranieri, he's, not, he's, he's past it, isn't he? And, uh, well, he's not, is he? No, he? Absolutely not. He's done the right thing. and he's, What he's done is he's published himself in the correct manner. Like All, all respect to Nigel Pearson. Nigel Pearson built the foundations of our team. And Claudio's not done a lot different. He's just developed that squad, that last important eight games to keep us in the Premier League last year. And for that reason, Claudio's not changed a lot. But what he's done better is managed himself in the media. He's kept the right, he's said the right things and he's kept his calm and he's just dealt with it every single time. The only thing I'd say as a Leicester fan that's been disappointing is when everybody jumps on the bandwagon and goes, is Leicester going to burst the bubble? We've lost three games. So even if we lost today, bubble's not burst. We're as equally as good as any other team in that Premier League. Just because we lose one game doesn't mean the bubble's burst. Thanks for your time. There is. Walking in towards Old Trafford now, just with Steve Armstrong, who will be joining us after the game. Steve, I fancy United to win today, you? Me too, yeah, for once. Um, I think I think United I think United are in a yeah he's in the hotel I think United are in a reasonable bit of form um, the only blot on that's been obviously the Liverpool shambles but outside of that they've not done too bad so uh, but then you know Leicester have got to come here and and play well to get something out of it but you know they've been doing that all season so you shouldn't write that off but yeah I expect United to win today I've never seen so many 
away fans for a following of 3,000, if that doesn't sound stupid. There's loads of Leicester scarves, and they're not half, half and halves. I've been speaking to a few Leicester fans who've been on there. I don't know whether they've bought up tickets in other parts loads of the ground. And loads I mean, of hoovered them up. Yeah, you would. If, if you're Leicester, yeah. you, you'd, you'd pay whatever, wouldn't you? There's not quite a quarter of a million that City took to Evil Park that time. No, on the hill? No, not quite that amount. But, um, yeah, they're definitely more banded in, and... Uh, so far, so good. They're not acting the goat. Uh, they're not. They're not rubbing it in and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, you know, that little Englander mentality sometimes overtakes them, doesn't he? So, you know, got two, two, two ladies ru- 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 rudely interrupting the recording of the podcast. Are you confident? Uh, what's going to happen today? Who's oh, win? we're definitely going to win today. Yeah, Leicester hopefully will win the league, but not to totally. Not today. No. Should Mr. Van Hal be in charge next season at Manchester United? Oh, no, not that, really. Not really, <laughs> but there again, who are going to? Who else? Has it been a disappointment this season, or is it still to be decided with the FA Cup and still a potential top four finish? Dreadful disappointment. Yes. Dreadful. Yeah, FA yeah, Cup, great, but not good yeah. enough for Man United. No. Be good if we get the fourth place and if, the FA Cup, but it's a big if. <laughs> I'd rather have fourth place. What are your plans for Wembley? Um, United, going on too, United we on stand yes so we're on your bus and having a great yes. time yes. smuggling gin and Malibu and sure um, how do you think United will do today we're off, um, just put money on minus one United so 13 to 5 so 20 quid so I think what? we'll win today what does we'll minus one mean they start off with a goal lead oh right yeah, yeah. Okay. so um, yeah put 20 quid on minus one so that obviously I think we'll win today quite comfortable um and who's been charged next season at Manchester United? Well, I spoke to a lot of people about it, but I mean, I know, I know you, yourself. Like, um, United, a lot, a lot of fans think that gig should be in charge because of the. A lot don't you know, judging by reaction to what I've read. No, I can sort of understand, you know, the, the um, what do you call it, the romance of getting gigs in charge, like because you know he'd play the kids one and stuff like that. And you, 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 yeah, no, great choice of words. <laughs> but on the day that Ryan's on the front of a tabloid yeah, yeah, paper. Yeah, yeah, um, But I, I think it... And I also understand the negatives of Jose Mourinho taking over in terms of, like, we're just going to become like everybody else, basically, aren't we? But I do think that the club needs to move on from Ferguson as quick as possible. I think the best chance of doing that is just getting a couple of trophies under our belt and then seeing where we go from there with Joe. You know, with Jose Mourinho. Describe the atmosphere outside Old Trafford today with, with the Leicester supporters. You know, it's been wet and windy. I mean, like you said, I've seen a lot of them about. It doesn't doesn't seem right that there's only three thousand tickets. So I'm hoping that you know they don't act up in our end, basically, because that's not what you want to see at football. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for your time, man. No problem. What, if, if it's United at Leicester, there'd be thousands there, there'd be loads yeah, without yeah, but tickets. you wouldn't act like a dickhead, would you? And, no, you know, no. Th- these are the type of people that don't really know, no, know football, do they? So, no. And I mean, to be fair, the Leicester fans walking past aren't acting up. on the coat, so you can't be saying that. I mean, yeah, no, but not in the ground in somebody else's end. That's what I mean. I've, I've sat in loads of away ends, but I've always behaved myself, you know. We stand 250. Okay, we'll be joining you after the game. No problem. Ladies United, we stand 250. Binsy, it's raining. There's an hour to kick off outside Old Trafford. What have you made of United this season? Well, they've been poor, been terrible. They put their ideas up. I was at West Ham. They played well at West Ham. They played well in the first half against Everton. Too little, too late. We need somebody in there who plays attacking football. We need a top-class striker. We can't be doing putting it on Martial and Rashford. Two young kids, you know what I mean? Good though, aren't they? Good. 
That Rashford is absolutely brilliant, and Martial is brilliant. They are brilliant. West, West Ham was a great night, wasn't it? Superb. But what, um, when you used to go to West Ham in the seventies and eighties, yeah, what was it like? Let me tell you. <laughs> When you went to West Ham, you all met up together, mate, let me tell you. You didn't go down there on your own. You came down that barking road, you better make sure there's about two or three hundred of you all sticking together. Say no more. Um, Finally, Wembley, looking forward to it? Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah, Yeah. can't wait. What are you going to do? We're going to go down and enjoy it. We've not been for a while. Enjoy the day and let's hope we get a trophy. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. Happy end to a poor season. Correct. Well, I'd rather get in Europe, though, at the end of the day, yeah. more than anything. Thanks for your time. Take it easy. Yes, I have said to my players that I'm, uh, I have seen uh, one of the best matches of the season from, of my uh, lineup, I think. But uh, it was not enough. You have to score. When you are uh, so attacking and so creating chances in the first half, in the second half, and you concede again and set play goal, that is a pity, I think. First goal is a fantastic goal. But, yeah, it is 1 1, and. Uh, I said you have to win every uh, game, what we have to play. So now uh, already uh, we are uh, not closing the gap. It is dependable now more. You are depending of uh, of City because Arsenal has won. So that's a big gap for three matches. Mathematical, uh, you can uh, do it, but this shall be very difficult. So our hope uh, is now uh, what City is doing in Southampton. Southampton has, has beaten a lot of top teams, but you never know. Louis, do you think um, that was a key moment when Michael saved from Lingard at 1-0? Yeah, it's always goals are, are, are counting and are determining uh, the game. When you see how much uh, we have attacked, how much we have played on the half of the opponent, and they are the specialists on playing on their own opponent and then uh, a counter-attack. And we didn't give so much away. They have, they had only threat with set plays. So, we did it very well, I think. But, in the third fourth phase, the last pass could be better. It's a pity. Yeah, the start was unbelievably good, I think. The first 25 minutes was fantastic to see also. But then also Leicester came more in the match and it is logical they are the future champion. 
not for nothing. They are very good organized. They can play the ball. We have to work hard to, to uh, regain the ball again. And we did it. Because you have seen the last 10, ten minutes, they were very tired, uh, Leicester City. And we could have won also in the last 10 minutes. But okay, it is not like that. And uh, only the facts are counting and not uh, the is. Louis, what do you make of the Fellaini-Hoop incident? It's a penalty, yeah. Penalty for us. When you grab somebody in, in his hair and you are tiring it backwards, that, then it is a penalty. Did you think Simpson, uh, uh, sorry, the, the, the incident at the end, was that a penalty as well, do you think, when, uh, Simpson? when Drinkwater was sent off, sorry, for the pull inside the, on the edge of the box? Yeah, I, I said already uh, uh, in front of the television uh, interviewer, yeah, it is difficult. I have said that also last week, it is so difficult nowadays for the referee to decide, well, we need the video referee, and, and even when we see uh, on video uh, Memphis with Drinkwater, of course Drinkwater make uh, the, the foul, but to see if it is in or out is very difficult. <laughs> uh, so that's what, uh, what I've already said for more than... Uh, 20, 30 years I'm in this profession and we need the video because the referee cannot do it by, by himself. And I think he is one of the best referees of, uh, of England. But yeah, difficult. Then I expect first that Hood shall be uh, uh, getting a lot, because I don't think that is uh, that is normal. And what he is doing, uh, Fellani is reacting like a human being. Because wh when I grab you with uh, with your hair and and uh, pull it uh, backwards, you shall do also any something to me. I I believe. <coughs> because uh, we draw the match against the fantastic Manio because uh, they play so well. At the beginning it was amazing. Uh, we suffer a lot because they press so high. And they press so high because uh, without Vardy it was difficult for us to stretch the defensive line. But I'm very pleased with our composure performance. After the day goal, we keep calm and uh, we score a, a goal. Uh, 
And after that, we got a lot of confidence and we played better. And af after that was uh, an open match. They can score, we can score. At the end is a draw, 10 v 11. Okay, I'm very happy. What did you make of the three points sending off? No, never I speak about uh, the, the, the some incident on the pitch. And the referees uh, had to make a very difficult job. And very, very, I'm very sad because he, he will lose uh, the next match at home. How much will you miss him? I don't know now. I hope I don't miss him. Well, do you think um, the way that you came back into the game after a very difficult start will actually help the players psychologically? Yes, of course. Of a yes, of course. Of course, psychology was uh, in very, very important to go back. And uh, after that, they were a little more calm, moved the ball quickly, and continued to, to think and to do what we spoke and during the, the week. <coughs> so, would you, obviously, you could win it tomorrow night, but would you prefer to be at home in the second <laughs> game, given the choice? I want to win. It's not important when, believe me. <laughs> Tomorrow night, cinema, restaurant? Tomorrow night I am on the fly because now I go back in Italy after I finish the press conference and then I go back at the same time of the match. Then I, I will be the last man to know the result in the UK state. Okay. <laughs> Yes, yes, I want to meet my, my, my mother, 96 years old, and uh, I'd like to go to have a lunch with her. So is it a birthday? birthday. Is it a birthday? No, 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 it's not a birthday. Just to stay Cloudy, is there with any, her. Plan, any plans for your players to meet up tomorrow night anywhere and watch the game together? Or? I don't know, I didn't ask. For me, they are free. It's day off, I don't go in the day, day off. Where is your mother, Claudia? What part of Italy? Uh, you don't tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you are Latin lover, huh? <laughs> 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 Can we talk a bit about uh, your skipper? Because obviously he's only scored two goals, but they've both been very nice. Yes, long. no, but the skipper is, a, is a fantastic. He made a fantastic season so far. Huh? But I'm very, very confident with him. He's fantastic with the feet, with the header. He is very leader behind. Fantastic. I if I have a chance to win tomorrow, for us it's important to win at home. Look, also Juventus won Monday in Italy. Why not? It's your old team, obviously. No, look, uh, I put in my mind Tottenham will win all three matches. And then I'm now focused on the Everton match. Believe in me. Would you not think that you know, it's a London, it's a big London derby, Chelsea will not win? Yes, I know. I was a Chelsea manager and for us, when I was in, in Chelsea, the true derby was against Tottenham. So there will be... Is a derby? I don't know.
Yeah, but I don't want to speak about so long. I want to speak about uh, the next match in Everton. I know the 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 city is a is a Firefox. All the city is a blue, but we are, we must continue to stay concentrated without listen something special fireworks. We have to stay there on the on the pitch and think there will be another tough match. Okay. Thank you so much. Bye. Go. It's post-match after Manchester United 1, Leicester City 1. Uh, with me outside is Stuart Rodgers, Ant Shaw, Aaron Buckley, John Ashton. We've just left the ground, we've finished selling the uh, magazine. We've just had to endure uh, a considerable amount of gooning around going on on uh, Sir Matt Busby Way. Um, obviously, when a club like Leicester gets pretty close to winning the title, they're, uh, they're, not, they're not exactly going to keep it quiet, are they? And they've definitely not done that. So we've just been uh, subject to some pretty appalling sights um, but uh, we'll come to that in a bit as I'm sure um, all of the lads will have seen their own little thing um, bit of a frustrating game in the sense of it started off well um, and then uh, the manager got his claws into the club at half time and uh, it was kind of business as usual but uh, uh, on the plus side Leicester didn't get the chance to rub our noses in it and uh, celebrate winning the title at Old Trafford so they're going to have to wait at least uh, for till Monday night after which Tottenham if they don't if Tottenham it's not need to win now. So, a draw and lesser yeah. on the league. Is that right? Okay, so. Um, I mean, it's better winning on your own ground anyway. But uh, anyway, we'll have a chat about that and then um, see what the lads think. Stu? Yeah? What? <laughs> <laughs> Thoughts on the game? Uh, I thought I'd walked into the wrong ground for the first 15, 20 minutes. I mean, it all went fucking pear shaped and back to like it has been the last eight months, especially after half time. Instead of quite impressive, attacking, attacking. De some decent efforts probably, probably could have been tuned up before they equalised I'm not quite sure what went on with their goal apart from me it was unmarked about five yards out I think from where I was sat um, but yeah it was, it was like I said it, it was okay first half um, but I think like Ant just mentioned uh, Mr Van Gaal managed to uh, put the uh, shackles on during, during half time I think yeah really frustrating game um, I don't I don't want to see United having just whimper into a draw like that don't think we had any chances I thought they were inviting us on from like the hour onwards and we just didn't create any chances at all did we really um, possibly should have had a penalty towards the end but when you've not had when you've not really had many clear cut chances second half and a team's inviting you on that much then you've got to be disappointed yeah I mean I was really up for that today and uh, it was a shame the players didn't share the same sentiment because uh, they were there for the taking today I mean I've developed a real dislike for Leicester City I hate them I've begun to really hate them because I just don't think they're a good side at all you know I'd give me left arm to see Spurs win the league but I don't think that's going to happen now um, I just didn't really see what our game plan was today we've got two big lumps at centre half and we're just swinging balls in in the hope that someone's going to get any end of it and no one's ever there are they I'm just hoping that the FAC sense scrap this season now and call it a rollover next season um, and someone gets two titles let's face it it's an absolute farce they're the worst I mean how, how are they going to win the league it's, I don't know well, you, you, said, you said it on the way didn't you how can you win the league having not beat a Van Gaal side well, in two uh, attempts uh, Gary Monk did him three times didn't he <laughs> um, yeah I, don't, I wasn't impressed with them one bit I haven't been here all season um, they, they usually always say that the best team deserves to win the league well they can fuck off frankly 
Stuart, you mentioned that it started well. I mean, it was a surprise for us because we got in the ground for once um, on time, which is unusual, isn't it? Yeah, well, I would have seen kickoff, but you decided to get a three-foot hot dog. <laughs> so I missed kickoff. So I'm not, I'm not sure what happened in the first two or three minutes, but certainly the 15 minutes after that to about the 20th minute, it was, um, it was all right, wasn't it? Yeah, we did okay. Um, they, did, they missed Vardy, obviously, because they missed that ball over the top. Joe was a bag of shit, and he, let's face it, probably won't be there next season. Um, but they definitely missed Vardy. Mares did his usual stuff. Apart from that, like, like uh, John just said, we fucking insisted on just lumping balls into the box. Even when Matter come on, we were trying to fucking find Matter in, in, in the area against Morgan and uh, Hoof. It was a bit fucking stupid. It was really. a mismatch, that, wasn't it? Yeah. And did start well United, didn't it? Yeah, everything that's good about United at the moment, Martial. Um, putting Leicester to the sword a bit, but after that, seemed to just, um, when we came out for the second half, seemed to just not not want to attack him at all for another half an hour and then finally the last 15 minutes when we decided to have another go um, they just just saw it out didn't they um, Rashford was poor weren't he I thought I thought that was um, Rashford and Lingard I thought had bad, bad games um, but that it's kind of like when when somebody makes a mistake normally he drags them off at half time but when a striker does nothing he seems to leave them on and play them 15 consecutive games on the trot it's like I don't know what you have to do he seems to favour strike because he seems to get a lot away with a lot more than defenders. I, I think. Yeah, which, given his appalling record of attacking football, that's quite a surprise. I'd like to know how the fuck Marcos Rojo plays for Manchester United. Yeah. What an absolute liability of a defender he is again. Have you seen the uh, Have you seen their goal back yet? No. It's absolutely the most pathetic thing you'll ever see in your life, and um, it, it wasn't the only time. I think in, in that first half. I think that Morgan should have scored three or four times off and header. Every ball that went into the box, they they won an header off. I don't know whether I've said it all, all, already or not, but I think that was a missed opportunity today because I don't think Leicester came and really looked for the draw. At times, they were committing three, four, five men forward. And, you know, it's not rocket science. You've just got to hit them on the break and show a bit of willing going forward and, you know, try and catch them off guard. But we just seem to have run out of ideas, really, and it's uh, it's not good enough. It's been the thing since March, hasn't it? I mean, we've, we've looked above us and thought, well, there they, we can actually catch them, but it's United, we just can't put four wins together, can we? Yeah, I, no I preferred Rocco when he couldn't find his fucking passport and couldn't, <laughs> couldn't get anywhere near the fucking team. So, yeah, I think the um, that point about you just made, though, is I think Leicester are the one who spanned the whole season for this sort of Champions League size, because I think it took until about... April for somebody to suddenly realise hang on they're not going anywhere I think everybody expected them to drop out didn't they eventually drop out of the Champions League places yeah but I mean you have to say I mean they, how many they must have put six wins together mustn't they what's the most wins United have put together this season and I was actually I was trying to I was actually yeah probably yeah I was trying to calculate like how many own games United have won I reckon it's definitely single figures I mean, it's helped last all that every team's rolled over for him since about February. Somebody said that to me in the ground, actually. Right, that, well, everybody wants him to win the league. I mean, a few people, such as Aaron's just said, have just cotton on to the fact that they're naturally a bunch of uh, a bunch of frauds. But no, have we won ten home games? Do you reckon? You see, the, our own form's not bad. It's it's away where we've so bad that the amount of um, the amount of like missed opportunities we've had at home with like the likes of Newcastle and Norwich and. Even City, even when they came, they, they, they didn't want to attack us, but we didn't, couldn't break them down. 
It's just a story. I think our own forms is what's cost us the Champions League place, me. But we don't look like breaking anyone down, do we? You know, it's not as if it's wave after wave after attacking. You just sense that it's coming and we're in the post and we're in the bar and the keeper's making a load of saves. It's just, you know, that it's just going to play out and, you know, eventually it peters out whereas it used to peak towards the last 10 minutes. Now, we just seem to either run out of ideas, run out of desire, or, you know, just run out of steam. Leicester look fitter to me. Like quicker on the ball. I know they didn't actually do a lot with it, but they looked a lot fitter than United did. United looked really sluggish towards the end. I don't think um, they obviously wanted it more, didn't they? They're playing for more. I don't think there's a belief there that we can catch Arsenal and City. And I think now we've run out of games. I think there's. I made a point before about um, players in United squad. There's about 15 that either play 20 consecutive games on the bounce or get five minutes every three months depending on what mood the manager's in and he, he just doesn't know how to have players fresh and available it's like what United could have done if Rashford had come off on the hour and Depay had come on if Depay was actually confident and had a bit of match fitness we might have won the game just doesn't have him ready I reckon Rashford could do with a bit of a spell out actually I think he's yeah. played too much football for somebody so young as good as he's been yeah. Stu anyone catch your eyes having an half decent game today I'm struggling um <clears throat> Marshall, when he gets the ball, he's a threat, isn't he? They back off, and I think he got to the byline once, second half. I'm not sure, obviously, he scored the goal, but I don't remember him actually going at players as much as he has done in previous games. But he's one where you want the ball at his feet, he's going to make things happen. Um, apart from that, I'm struggling. I really am. To, to pick someone else out who you'd give more than a six out of ten, maybe? Yeah, I agree with Stu. I mean, Marshall's always the one who, if, any, if anyone is going to create anything that's come from him, I thought Carrick had a steady game in midfield. Um, other than that, daily blend. You just want someone. I mean, he always seems to bring Matter or Herrera. I mean, Depay is always like 10, 12 minutes to go. And like you said, unless he's played. Half an hour. It, 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 to be fair, I'm, I'm not his biggest fan, but unless he's playing five, six games on the trot, you, know, you, you don't know what he's, what he's going to do, do you? And when he drags Matter on, he's only ever going to use his left foot and then Herrera. But I think at least Herrera tries to drag the team forward. We've got nobody like Kante who will run 40 yards and try and drag the team. The rest of the team up the pitch, and that's why that's why we just sit back and end up going back to the halfway line, and that's the same today. So Carrot did okay, but Carrot did did today what he's, he's done for 15 years. It, it, very very neat, doesn't really give a ball away, but doesn't at the same time doesn't get us into the uh, opposing team's penalty box. We've, we've spent about 300 million quid trying to replace Carrot, and he's still the best midfielder at the football yeah. club. Which is Aaron, you said um, you couldn't really see like Stu anyone who you'd give more than six out of ten to. Out of interest, would you have given six out of ten to? Um, I'd have given Carrick 6 out of 10 I'd have given the centre-halves 6 out of 10 Valencia I think they're all about 6 out of 10 I don't think anyone really had a shock over them though um, but this thing about Martial yeah he's great he's going to be a fantastic footballer but I'd just like to see him in that final third keep the ball a bit more he's, he's always yeah and he just pulled the trigger I don't know which, which is his stronger foot because whenever he's on the left hand side he never seems to want to pull the trigger and then last week it, yeah <laughs> yeah got him to yeah, we're getting. Yeah, we're uh, we're not getting onto that chat again. <laughs> we're gonna leave. We're gonna leave that one. Um, I get all your points about Martial, but can I throw one curveball in it? I like him, it's the fucking first of May, and he had gloves on. Yeah, yeah. Well, you did last week at Wembley, the tart. It was roasting hot as well. I, know, I don't like that at all. Yeah. Short <laughs> sleeves and gloves doesn't bother me in the slightest. Can he wear them in bed? <laughs> yeah. See, I I, I was uh, I was. Um, Given a roasting on Twitter for mentioning this about City, City had six City players the other day had, six, had gloves on. I was furious about it, and apparently that's the sort of thing that only old people get furious about. <laughs> so um, I'm not going to comment this time. If it's something that only old people get curious, I'll ask Blackie when I get home, see what he says. <laughs> <laughs> see if he can have a good rant about it. He's been ranting all week actually. Um, 
fourth place now gone it went about four months ago didn't it yeah you bothered no gone yeah it's gone but I don't agree that it was gone four months ago I think um, we've really messed up today because Arsenal looking really shaky all of a sudden watched them last night they were absolutely crap and um, City have got a game now which we could have capitalised because they've got Madrid on Wednesday is it Tuesday or Wednesday, Wednesday. yeah so um, yeah Trouble let's hope they get sorry <laughs> our game in hands away at West Ham last game at Upton Park and all that Razzmatazz and then obviously Norwich next week who are fighting for the live so can you see us getting just get beat next week now. more than you can see us going three, three defeats on the bounce can't you that's what you're going to say out there. no I mean I, 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 I said yesterday that I think if we won all four games we'd just about nick top four but I think we had to win all four to stand a chance and I think it's gone now with that today bothered about it or not not remotely we're not good enough to win it so you know you're, sti- you're still going to have the Europa League to go on some, some trips if you want to go abroad so what's the point of being in a competition I'm, you're not going to win it. Anyway? I mean I don't want to be watching Marcos Rojo at left back next year and, you know if we want to attract and Dynamo attract Malta to, yeah exactly and if I, we want to attract a better player then surely that's, a, that's the way Aaron gone uh, yeah, I think it has gone, and uh, yeah, I am bothered. bothered. So it's all I've been uh, focusing on for the last three months, just looking at that table, seeing where we're going to claw it back. And at times, I thought, yeah, we might just do it, but yeah, like John said, I think we need to win all four games. And now, it's I think it's thing gone. in modern football, but it, it does matter when you're trying to attract players. And I, I, I think the, the team needs, in the, especially in the final third, like one player to complement the, the youngsters that are coming through. And just, I, I don't think we're going to get that. Just on that, just on that, then. Um, for me, not getting in the Champions League is the final. I think we all think that Van Gaal's coffin's been nailed down and the ready to put the lid on it big time. But there was, a, I reckon, a very, very faint hope that if A, they got into fourth, B, won the FA Cup, that he might see out that last year of his contract and maybe gig sex a more senior role. But the problem is, is, as you've just said, if you can't attract players through tournaments and success and play, then it's the manager that you need to attract yeah. that. And do you reckon that's probably going to force United a bit further towards the Mourinho route than perhaps they have been? I think the thing that will force United's hand is the the like sponsorship deals and the penalties for not finishing like yeah, top four. They, they do just deal. Yeah. Apparently they lose twenty five percent, don't they? If they don't qualify for it two years in a row, well, so that's a massive yeah. amount. Of I think it's two years over the whole contract or something. Two consecutive oh, seasons, yeah. So United need to pick it up next year. You know we're in trouble with Adidas when we all get a free pair of fucking Samba at Norwich. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon that's from a management point of view that if he doesn't get into that, he's gone and he's done, isn't he? I think he's done anyway. I, I, I just can't. Have, I know it's sort of loads and loads and loads of just talk and talk. I'm sick of seeing Mourinho's face every time I put Twitter on, but I, I think he's, I think he's here. I just, I don't know why. I just my gut feeling is that he's already signed. But is he going to be big enough to attract players, even though United are in the Champions League? Because I think I he think is. so. I think so. Because it, it, the talk is, you know, we should easily finish top four. Um, I'll get you there, and it's only, only for one season. Everyone's going to sign for at least three or four year contract, aren't they? Whoever signs, so so it's yeah. I, I think he'd be able to draw the, the right three or four players we need. This this whole attracting players thing, though, I think it's a problem where we've gone wrong in the last couple of years. Or that we're looking at too much above our stations for them sort of super, ready-made superstars. Anyway, I think the club should be going out looking out for your next Martials and them well, sort of players. Anyway, that's meant to be six, like sixty Martial, million. Them sort it? of players and, and build a team over years. Don't be going looking for Real Madrid players looking for new contracts. Just go and look out for the, the ones that nobody ever wants a new Morgan Schneiderlin, do they? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to bid for drink water then. 
I don't, I don't, I don't watch enough football, but I'm just because I'm too busy watching United twice a week. Well, I'll do, I'll do me, but um, and so yeah, <laughs> wow, wow, low blow. <laughs> <laughs> but um, no, enough of that. But no, I, I don't know. There, there's it. got to be some young players out there, aren't there? I don't mind. I'll just say it's, to me, it's, it's like me. I'll watch a class five seller at Southern. <laughs> uh, right, you know, some people just want to watch Cheltenham. I don't, I don't blame you. Um, I think in terms of the last couple of games, are you expecting United to keep fighting here or do you reckon it's just going to peter out? I, I just want the season over. You want the cup final here now, don't you? Um, I, it, it, a lot's going to depend on... If City win at Southampton today, then it's gone. And it, you know, you're know you not going to claw back four points over three games. If they lose, you've still got an outside chance. But I don't, I don't know. He's got to keep going, hasn't he? Sorry, what was a question? Do you reckon... That's it now, United just going to peter out from us or do you reckon they'll give it everything they've got? Yeah, I think you'll find players now just holding back a bit, won't you, in the, in the performances, not wanting to get injured for the cup final. I suppose it depends on this afternoon, doesn't it, um, with the City game. I mean, we're at what are we one point behind <coughs> if they lose, so it's not, not completely over, is it? But um, sorry. Yeah, but I saw um, Fellaini. I don't know if you you know, but Fellaini elbows someone again today, so that's looking like three, three match ban. Three so, ma- so, ma- ma- so he could miss the last three league games, which yeah, then probably. Back for FA Cup final. But would he be back if he's not playing? Yeah. Begs the question, doesn't it? Yeah. If he misses three league games and the bounce, is he going to play him in the cup final in three weeks' time? He's not been the worst player at that football club either this season no, no, or in the last three or four games. So that's that sort of speaks to him. He got a bit more chirp again, didn't he? When he went off today, which yeah, I didn't yeah, like. Yeah. A bit more of that old ironic cheering bullshit, but. Uh, yeah. Anyway, um, Leicester aren't going to fuck that up now, are they? I'll tell you what I saw actually before the game. Um, mate of Diane's, um, she's got um, two quid on it, 5,000 to one, she's on Leicester. So now she was showing me today, she's got, she, she got 5,700 to cash out. I'll wait for the 10 grand. You've got, to get, you've got to hand it to the people that have held on with them because, I mean, there was a, there was a couple of weeks... Um, where they had Arsenal and City, and Liverpool. yeah, and Liverpool, and I thought I, I would have gone. I would yeah, have gone then, definitely at that point. Yeah, I, right. I did not think they would win right. at City. Five thousand seven hundred dubs cash out or no, no. It, it, uh, it's, it's, it's easy to say from here, and it's not my bet. But no, Leicester will win the league, hundred percent. They will cash out. I'd, I, I'd like to cash out, yeah, and then I'll. Spurs going to win the league because I just can't <laughs> fucking. Like, they'll be singing about that, won't they, for the next? What, can I just ask what is it they've done to wind you up so much? I just don't win the league. I just don't think that they're a good, they're a good football side. I've watched them these last few weeks and they're just one long ball over the top, hoping a defender makes a mistake. And the Vardy's just a wanker, isn't it? Yeah, he is. He's horrible. I what, think um, they'll win it tomorrow night, mate. Yeah, yeah. Can't yeah, see can Spurs see that, winning. That's well, that flat as hell now. Um, in terms of obviously you've all stood on around the ground watching Leicester fans on mass actually quite a lot of them loads and loads that turned up here without tickets there was quite a few dotted around the ground when um, when they scored that jumped up uh, glad to say a couple of them ended up um, having to lie down afterwards not just <laughs> sit down but um, did you get any any grief or was it largely well mannered nothing to be fair nothing there was a few near hotel football before the game they've been on it all day and I think a few had stay over, stayed over and causing not bother but just being a bit leery but, but nothing yeah nothing nothing said to me <laughs> for a change not one comment I don't think today yeah, they all seem more interested in getting on like TV cameras and stuff didn't they than actually fucking winning the league so I didn't get any either and all they were all polite to me on Matt Busby way today <laughs> they're not aggressive they're just knobheads aren't they <laughs> which for me is even worse yeah. I'd rather be I'd rather be in a more intimidating atmosphere they're just absolute knobheads jester rats and Oh, don't even get me started on that. I had, uh, I, there was a group of about four of me who were singing, Have you ever seen Man U win the league at me? 
I said, mate, I hate to break this to you. <laughs> About fucking 13 of them, you daft prick. But I yeah. if they started ripping down statues and stuff. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> stu- better, set yeah. the Trinity on yeah. fire. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you'd have more respect for them, wouldn't yeah. you? <laughs> most, most of them were wearing those, uh, they like pretty official blue t-shirts with Forever Fearless on. Yeah. Yeah. Outside the ground, weren't they? I'm pretty sure they weren't wearing them this time last season, were they? That's what pisses me off about them as well. They get some at three off the club every fucking week, don't they? Yeah. The, the other week it was, uh, I don't know, an hat, and then they had a pie and pie and a beer, didn't they, on the birthday? Yeah, yeah. Donut, donut. Like, there was a Leicester fan on Twitter this morning yeah. that was, um, he baked cakes for the what coach. Con- Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I tweeted about him. He's took his baked cakes for the bus <laughs> and took them on. That was bad. Well, as, a, as anyone who's unfortunate enough to follow my Twitter will know I've not been a biggest Leicester fan this season anyway and people are finally now starting to clock on to what I was getting at and, and you'll back me up on this because you stood with me at the ground when we come out of Leicester last year at the 5-3 oh yeah yeah and little England we mentality we sat right near them yeah, yeah they just yeah. They're, they're just everything that's that wrong it. with football aren't they last year we were 3 and a lot weren't we yeah, three and they, they, they were saying no what score was it at home 3 0. 3 0. And they were all singing, we're going to win 5 3. I just thought, you know, that's the biggest thing you've ever won, and now it's not going to be, is it? Yeah, yeah I hope that person who took cakes on their bus coming up here, I hope, uh, I hope he doesn't get to see another game of football in his life. He's an absolute fucking flute of a human being. <laughs> Honest to God. Yeah, yeah, I hope, yeah. I hope, yeah, I hope. Shit, somewhere else. Anyway, as you can see, we've taken this in good grace. Um, <laughs> where we're going next? It's uh, Norwich away next week, isn't it? Anyone who's coming down? And just me. Yeah. Are you can't, coming? Can't yeah. Afford another three hundred pound debt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Last week didn't have to be that expensive, man. <laughs> um, anyway, yeah, Norwich next week, which is going to be a bit of a marathon stint because we've uh, we've got uh, the bus at six o'clock and we're going to be down there for the game. It kicks off at quarter to one. We're going to have to. I'm fucking, I, I saw myself in the mirror yesterday. I'm starting to look like him as well. <laughs> but yeah, and then we're back for the fight, aren't we? So you're coming to fight, aren't you? I am, yeah. Yeah, you're not bothering, are you? Yeah, yeah, you should. Yeah, you should come along. Um, we'll have a podcast that'll be an absolute shambles, I, I reckon, um, on the way back from that. So that should be good fun. Um, our last home game is what, Bournemouth? So that'll be the last home podcast of the season. Um, and then um, we are going to get together, though, because I said to you last week, yeah. we're going to do a bit of an end of season review. It was a bit of a podcast special, so uh, there'll be a bit more to come on that one with the, uh, the selling lads. Um, John, Aaron, Ant, Stu, cheers for uh, coming on. And uh, we'll see. It's an hour or two after the game at Old Trafford. And I'm with a um, United fan, Charlie. Hello. Charlie Mitten, otherwise known as my father, former United We Stand columnist and on the podcast due to public demand, given his previously outspoken comments and summation of world events, such as the economic downturn at the start of this year. He described it as China acting the goat. Um, Dad, you've watched United since, well, you've been watching United all your life, haven't you? Born in 48. Yeah. What have you made of the team this season? Poor. Why? Poor. Um, just no quality. Give the ball away too much. Weak. No leadership. They toss a coin who's captain every week. Got probably the worst back four they've had in their history. Blind. Blind and um, Rojo. That Rojo, he couldn't add a donut. He's absolutely bobbins. Smalling. He's one notch up from crap. Um, they said he's had a good season, but he's had a good season compared to being shit. Carrick, special needs, got to get rid of him. 
Carrick should go, can't offer him an extra contract, he's just the past. Gotta get some quality players and Van Gaal ain't gonna with um with Guardiola in town next season, it's just gonna be if we don't get our arse in gear it's gonna be misery. And how should United get their arse in gear? Uh probably fire off Van Gala. I won't stick with him, he's too old. Need somebody young, vibrant. You know, maybe if if they're gonna have a go with gigs, gigs probably haven't got the contacts to get players in. It's getting serious now because you've got people, you've got a lot of players, you've got a lot of players to get rid of. This isn't just a one or two man problem. This is six or seven players you've got to get rid of. Who? I'd keep the keeper. Um, I'd keep that uh, Menza decent. Um, I'd keep Martial. Um, I'd keep um, obviously the young lads are the future, but Depay, um, all the midfielders, that Schweinsteiger. Schneidling was decent at Southampton. Why all of a sudden is he crap? Matter, gloves on in April, you're having a laugh. Get rid of him. Um, nice fella, but they don't, there's no playmaker in the team. They don't, they don't go forward. Everybody's moaning about United going forward and playing this Van Halway. They're frightened to play, and um, even if they get, I sooner them get beat, but have a go, and they're not having a go, and it's embarrassing. I actually watched on TCM today. I turned it over from watching Leicester. On um, I watched a Western uh, that was made in 1949, and that was more stimulating than watching that shite at Old Trafford today. Now you can get tickets for Old Trafford. You're in a very fortunate position. The ground's three miles from your front door. And you still rather not go a lot of the time under Van Hal. No, Is not it? Van Hal. No, uh, no, I won't go because Carrick's in the team. Any time that Carrick what? plays, I'll be out my seat. I'll be thrown out by the stewards. <laughs> what for? Michael because I'm, good, I, I'm in the process of making a two-hour video of Carrick <laughs> drop bollocks over his career. But we, me and you have disagreed before about Michael Carrick. He's, he's in his tenth season at the club. He's won the European Cup. Yeah. He's been a good player, Dad. No, he I can't say it. My lips won't make me say it. But but I remember I you had a massive issue with Mikel Silvestre. Special, yeah. Dick, you, you once <laughs> said if you saw him in the Trafford Centre, you'd smack him. But he did his best. He played 300 times for United. Absolute shit. I never saw him have a good game. He, he, gave, more, he gave the ball away more times. Honestly, he could shake his stick at. Absolute crap. The only decent Frenchman was uh, Eric and Laurent Blanc for a year. He was he was proper bobbins. And Marshall's been decent, hasn't he? It's good sign. Yeah, my, yeah, good sign. Yeah, this Depay's. You know, how can you spend all that dough on him, a young lad who you've never even heard of? Nobody had heard of him. Well, he was, he was too a, much pressure he on was him. He was the player of the year in Holland last year. He was playing for PSV Eindhoven. Yeah, he ain't the player of the year this year, no, is he? Not. Shite. Because <laughs> missing. And then, and then he offs and puffs. Lingard. You know, he's just not up to it. They're not good enough. They aren't good enough. Average is normal now at United, and and well, I'm, you know everybody's talking about all these so-called pundits on Sky that they, they're, they're having a joke at our expense. Norwich coming to town and beating us. Newcastle couldn't beat them over two games. You know, shit teams who we should be absolutely creaming. Even if we'd have drawn against some of these teams, we'd have been above City now. So it's it's embarrassing and it's painful. You're talking to the Europa Cup again next year. God, who's are going to get drawn against the bleeding Isle of Man? It's, it's a joke. An absolute bloody joke. Yeah. And people are paying top dollar. Kit launch coming out. Again, you know, the club's making dough. This Woodward, you know, where's he? 
Make a decision. Get something sorted. City picked Guardiola uh, months ago. Why ain't something sorted for next season? Well, Is it more of Van Gaal or, or are we getting a new, what's it, you, new you, you, manager? You've mentioned Giggs, you've mentioned Van Gaal, you've not mentioned Mourinho. No, he ain't he's a favourite. No, it's a spiv. He ain't, he ain't the future for United. Mourinho's for Mourinho and he, he looks a spent force. Nobody's um, uh, tugged his collar to, to have him. Um, I wouldn't have Mourinho. He's not the future for United. It'd have been a stopgap at Christmas, probably. Um, to get us through this season, probably he might have, we might have crept into the top four if we had Mourinho, but I don't think Van Gaal's the future because this this plan he has, it, I don't see any I don't see any um, decent football coming out of Van Gaal. Um, you've played football all your life. You've been paid to play football all your life. You work in Old Trafford. You're working with young lads, eighteen year olds. Are they they United fans? Are they still loving football like your generation did? Yeah, I think I think it's, just, it's like cyber football to some of these eighteen-year-olds. You don't you don't see many going out kicking it, kicking a ball, but they like going watching it and they like playing it on the their Xboxes and that. But I think some of these professional footballers, I think they learnt the trade on Xboxes and PlayStation because the shite and and the weak. It's a game for cheats, you, you know. Brian Robson and Mark Hughes will probably be in prison for some of their tackles. Roy Keane. Dear me, be signed out, signed out after you. You only have to look at some of these players. Mares today, he won a free kick. They nearly scored from it. Nobody touched him. He fell on the floor. The referee gave him a free kick. So, where's all the scousers? Where's all the jocks? Decent players that play. There used to be a Scots player in every club in the old days. Where's all the Where's all the naughty scousers? Where's all the manks that are? You know, quality players. Where's, where's the, the, Who's the, the next Paul Gascoigne? And I know we have got a couple of the manks play for Leicester. <laughs> yeah, well, they do, yeah. You know, Le- Leicester's got a team of triers. A few of them are has-beens and they've got some young lads. Fair play to them, they've been awesome. They got yeah, 30% of the game today and they're, they're the third lowest team in the league for possession. But the game, I tell you what, you draw blood for playing for him. Uh, Ranieri, he's decent. And a lot of their players, they're just exactly the same. All for one, one for all. You, you sound pretty pessimistic about current United. Can we take you back to happier times? I mean, you mentioned some of the players who you loved. Keane, yeah. Robson, both yeah. midfield players. Yeah, but, so. you, you know, who else? Well, the, in, in the day, Lawman and uh, Charlton and Best, you know, when they, in, on crap pitches where they used to play top football, Jim Holton, centre-half, I remember him putting Michael McDonnell halfway down the tunnel when they used to be on the halfway line. Um, even that team when we did the treble it was a proper game of football every week York and Cole and Sheringham and Solskjaer you know you, you saw, Co- you saw Cole half. at a game last year didn't you yeah yeah, and you uh, you weren't afraid yeah, to tell him. him about your opinions yeah well it was a shit game and I said it wasn't no it was 4-3 against Newcastle yeah but go and get I told him to get his boots out of the car and uh, get on at half time but we were crap Carrick give the ball away again I was nearly jumped off the first tier to try and strangle him but, um, Michael, no. if you're listening to this, doesn't 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 mean it literally. Um, it's just, uh, but but the game's changed. It's not it's, it's not a game. Um, it's a game for cheats. It's not a contact sport anymore. You were always playing football on a Saturday. I can remember every single Saturday when I was a kid watching you all around the north of England and, and loving it. You know, going to these semi-pro grounds and you done it yourself watching your uncle Charlie and your daddy were both uh, professional footballers. Yeah. Um, and then occasionally 
when you weren't playing, you'd get to go to United away games. You once mm-hmm. drove down to Fulham. Yeah, I did, yeah. A few of the lads, yeah, top in the 60s. Yeah, it's brilliant. Before the motorway was built. Yeah, I think, well, I can't remember. It was uh, just a top weekend. But uh, I didn't go to a lot of the games because I'd I, I sooner play than watch any day. But um, Do you think a lot of players say that? They'd sooner... Oh, yeah. Because you'd be surprised at some really big United players yeah. who don't go to games now. Yeah. And publicly they'll say, ah, oh, whatever. They'll, they'll give an excuse. And really, it's because they don't enjoy it. They don't enjoy watching football. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think players like Robson and, and even um, Andy Cole. Or, I think a, a decent... A player that's played in the 80s, even the early 90s, will not enjoy today's football because the player of the year last year, Hazard, I don't know how many players got Dad, signed. In the 80s, the stadiums were awful, there was oh, yeah. fighting everywhere, the well, pitches were terrible. Oh, yeah, the pitches were terrible, but the football was football. Mm. You could tackle somebody, put somebody on the floor, and the referees say, Calm yourself, I'll book you if you do that again. Now, you only have to, if you raise your studs, you're sent off. If you, look, if you push somebody over, you're booked. There's, there's forwards, they actually train to dive in the box. So it, it's a new, it's an art, it's an art. Any defenders now facing goal, anybody contact, they go over, it kills the game. It's an art form now, it's not a contact sport anymore. I certainly couldn't play it anymore. I'd have some of these bollocks in my hand after five minutes because I'd be so frustrated, because people cheating, I hate it. Finally, make a prediction, will United finish in the top four? No. United, United won't finish in the top four. It'll be the Europa Cup again because even though City and Arsenal are doing their best to implode, I think they'll screw up over the line. I, don't, I think we've run out of games. FA Cup final, Crystal Palace. Can you remember when we went in 1990? Yeah, 26 years ago. So yeah, yeah, we didn't go to the replay, but it was a good day out, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, I think we'll just about do them. Um, we've got some good players, though. They could, players that could do damage, though. If the likes of Rojo and Blind at the back are, n- are not on the game, we could be in serious trouble. But we need to score early doors again. Thanks for your time. You're welcome. <laughs>